Hey everyone, it's Marilyn Aloria and welcome to Who Can It Be Now, the podcast. I say that because of the song that's out there, Who Can It Be Now. Today's episode, so I like giving a little summary now up front. I don't know if this will last because I'm trying a lot of different things, but it, it gives you like kind of a, a little bit of um, a summary about what's to come. So first I'm going to tell you about, I told you, I did a rant last week and I'm going to tell you about something that happened that fed into that rant. Yes, I growl sometimes. I definitely growl. It's better than cursing, I think. So sometimes I growl. Then I have a new rant about psychics. So you're going to hear a little bit about that. And then um, I want to talk about the interesting energy we're in right now. I don't know about you, but for me, it's been friggin' interesting. So I'm going to share a little bit about how I've been applying the SAS pillars on a 24-hour basis and how it's really been incredibly helpful um, during, I feel right now, is a very interesting time that we're all in. And of course, I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but for those of you who are listening live with me, well, you're not with me right now when I'm recording, but you know what I mean. Um, It's been a really interesting time right now when this comes out. How's that? And then you're going to go into an interview. Anna Sui interviewed me. I love Anna Sui. She's a friend of mine. She's a spiritual teacher. She's a business coach. She's funny. And what I love about Anna, Anna and I get along really well. As you know, we met in a mastermind and we do, we get along really well. I say that because we have never met physically, um, but we do get along really well online and she's funny and we both are very spiritual, but yet we know how to be practical too. So Um, She interviewed me on the SAS Pillars, and I thought it was such an incredible interview that I wanted to share it with all of you because she asked questions. She's just incredible at it. Great interviewer. And I thought, you know, this was really great. I want to share it with everybody. So let's start off with the rant. Last week, I did a rant about unsolicited advice. And so last weekend, I was hiking with my dogs around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it was a very narrow path and uh, this guy was coming towards me and I was like, okay, I always try to move over because I got two big dogs. So I moved over and he walks by and he goes, beautiful day for a hike. Wait, how did he say it? He said, beautiful day for a hike for you, but not your dogs. And he walked by and I was like, did, did, did he, did he just? say that? Did he just give me unsolicited advice about my dogs? Now, let me tell you, I'm very careful with my dogs because I friggin' love them like crazy. I had a spray bottle of water. I had water in a bowl and I'm very aware of my dogs. And I was like, that mofo just friggin' gave me unsolicited advice. And I was pissed. But he was like way past me by the time I was really pissed. Otherwise, I was going to say something. Actually, when I left the hike, I did a little Brooklyn thing. You know, my Brooklyn girl came out. I was like looking for him because I was going to walk up to him and be like, yo, dude, I didn't ask you. Did I ask you about my dogs? Do you know anything about my dogs? And it just reminded me of like, it just drives me insane. When I was in living in Manhattan, this happened more than once. It'd be winter. I'd have my coat open and somebody would walk by and go, you know, you really should button your coat. I mean, what? Who are you? Who are you to tell me I should button my coat? Why do people do that? It makes me insane. I don't do that. I don't give unsolicited advice. Oh, so I just wanted to do a little, you know, rant about that because I was pissed. And then I was talking to a good friend of mine this weekend and she was telling me about an experience she had with um, 
a healer. I'm not going to give too much information because although I have her permission to tell the story, I also want to, there's certain confidences to it that I want to keep on. But she was telling me how this healer psychic person was telling her basically her opinion. And it really pissed me off. First, they were in the reading together and she was saying how much my friend needed her and how she was going to tell her all about her packages and things like that and to continue to work with her. And then she started giving like opinions about her career and that she's married now, my friend. And, you know, you should just like stay home with your husband and forget your career. Like, why go after your career? You know what? Why? You've got this husband. You got this house now. So forget your career. And I was like, what? What did she say to you? And I have to tell you, my friend is very career minded and has been like, that. first of all, I would never say that to anyone because that's such a projection, such an opinion. It's not, like the guides aren't saying, yeah, you should tell her to stay home and just, you know, forget it, give up work. I don't know any guides that do that unless the person really wants that and that, that's the opportunity, but that's not what my friend wants. And I'm, I'm, go, I'm just touching on this story because I'm going to talk about it more down the line. But it drives me insane when people go for readings and the reader doesn't know how to move their own personal crap out of the way and they project onto the reading. I was getting a reading once from this woman a long, long time ago because I don't really do readings anymore. I don't need to. And I was telling her about this guy I was really into in the park. And she's like, oh, and you know, that sounds good, da, 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 whatever. And then she's like, how tall is he? And I'm like, he's 6'3". And she's like, he's too tall for you. You can't go out with him. I was like, what? Did your guides just tell you that, that he's too tall for me? And I was already doing channeling at that point, And I know that they don't speak that way. So stuff like that, beware. Watch out for somebody who gives you an opinion that feels really uncomfortable to you, doesn't feel like it's really good advice. It's one thing to like, first of all, I would, I, I can tell you right now that this woman was not reading my friend, right? Because this is her career. This is her life and it will be, and she's doing great at it and she's going to continue to do great at it. For me, um, if advice, if the person's struggling with a career, like she was asking that question, guides will usually come through. First of all, they would have tapped in right away that this is like her heart's desire. Second of all, they would have been able to give her advice on how to um, open up to it more or manage it more or manifest it more. If you ever listen to like Abraham Hicks and the way Esther Hicks gives advice, it's to me, it's really good the way they do it. And uh, I feel like that's before I even discovered her, that's the way my guides talk, you know, and it's very loving and stuff. So that was my other rant, which wasn't too much of a rant because you got my other summary rant before that, my recapping rant. Now I want to talk about this fascinating time that we're in in this world. Um, I call it the abyss. So I feel like a lot of us are at the end of a chapter and the new chapter hasn't begun and you're in that space in between. And I, I don't know about you, but for me, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster ride. It's really uncomfortable at times. And I started applying the SAS principles to it, which I'm going to share with you real quick. But so some mornings I wake up and I'm like, whoa, like what the is going on? And it, it's really disconcerting in some ways. It's like, it's, it's just a very interesting time right now. I'm not going to, not lying to anyone. I'm very transparent. Matter of fact, um, one of my students, who's also a friend because I knew her before she joined my programs, we were talking a bit about it. 
And she said, you know, thank you for your transparency because she's going through it too. So I hope that you guys can relate to this and it's helping you and not making you feel like there's something wrong with you. I did a whole rant about taking a stand about spiritual teachers who make you think that once they become spiritual, they're like all cured for life. And I don't take that stand. It's What you do is you apply the techniques and tools to what you have, which is why I want to talk to you about the SAS experience. So we're doing the SAS experience. You can go to joinsass.com, come check it out. We're going to have a lot of fun in it, and we're really going to work through this abyss that a lot of people are experiencing. So what I've been doing, I didn't even realize I was doing this, but I wake up in the morning sometimes, and I'm in a, a little weird way, like a messed up way, emotional too. And so right away, I go to the first S, which is subconscious thinking, and I work on what my thoughts are. Because before, if you all do this in the morning, you're going to notice that your thoughts sometimes are running a race that you don't really want to be running. They're on a little bit of a ride and you're like, "Mm, I'm I'm not taking that ride. So you want to kind of switch those thoughts right away. So for me, I'll wake up and I'll be like, some thoughts will be running through my head that aren't really serving me. They're like based on past experiences or maybe because certain something's I'm not clear about just yet. So I start working on my subconscious thoughts right away and I start rewriting them in the moment. So it could be like I wake up in the morning, I'm trying to think of, um, well, this morning was a little funky, but it wasn't too bad. But uh, let me see what like a thought would be like, oh, what am I going to do with the rest of the day? That's happening on the weekend a little bit yet now because things are starting to open up and the habits, you know, and what I've been doing, which was great. Like the isolation was so wonderful for me for a while there. And now I'm like, okay, now I want people. Um, and I play tennis on the weekends. I always play tennis. So it's like, okay, um, what am I going to do with the rest of the day? Oh, it's going to be boring. It's going to be, you know, you, some of you may feel this like when you go to work, like I don't feel this with my business, but it's going to be boring. It's going to be exhausting. I don't want to do that errands. I don't want to do the budget. I don't want to pay the bills, whatever the story is. You want to rewrite it right away and step into gratitude or talking to yourself in a loving way. You know what? I love myself. I'm a good person. I'm beautiful. I'm smart. I'm funny. I'm whatever you want to say to yourself. Even if it doesn't have to do with whatever the struggle is, it's still going to help shift things. So that's the subconscious thinking. I do this in a 24-hour period and it's been blowing me away at what happens. So then right away, because I have a morning routine that I do, so whether you do it in the morning, you do it in the afternoon, you want to remember who you are. That's the alignment part. So just start remembering that you're not this person that is feeling out of sorts, or maybe your day has really been sucky. That's not who you are. So remember who you are. Start aligning with your soul. And the way that you can remember who you are is remember your dreams, And you could do I am statements from that. You know, I am living in a beautiful location. I am surrounded by amazing friends. I am finished writing my book. Whatever it is, it helps bring you back into alignment. Then you want to go into lighting your soul. And you really have to make sure that you're doing things every single day that bring joy in. And I've been active on my Instagram. And I did an Instagram story yesterday. And uh, I did the third picture was Micah sitting in the water and he just, I just love when my dogs are in the water, they're so happy and it makes me just so happy. Like I'm just like, just full of joy. And that's what you want to do. You want to ignite the light in your soul because when you do that, you make room in your body for solution and then synchronicity starts showing up. So I've been riding the SAS wave every 24 hour period and it's 
been amazing, the realizations that have been coming through. And you know what else is happening? I feel like I was in front of this path and it was filled with overgrown bushes, with thorns and scattered dry leaves on the ground. And I couldn't see the path. And I was like working with it and getting cut by the thorns or pruning the bushes, sweeping the leaves away, and then more leaves come. And then I feel like through doing this SAS technique every 24 hours, the path has been getting clearer and clearer and clearer. And it's interesting because solution is dropping in that I wouldn't normally, wasn't part of my dreams, wasn't things I was really thinking about. The brackets have been taken off and I'm like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do this. Oh my goodness, I've never even thought of that. That's amazing. I'm going to do that. So I really recommend all of you to um, play with your subconscious thinking, align with your soul, ignite the light in your soul, and then you have to pay attention to synchronicity. And you'll hear me talk to Anna about synchronicity. And I feel like this interview will be really, it'll set you up in a great place to be able to do this in a 24-hour period. So have fun listening to it. I'd love for you to come join us. Remember, you go to joinsass.com, joinsass.com. If you have any questions about it, go to care at Marilyn, uh, email us, don't go to, email us at care at marilynaloria.com. That's C-A-R-E, because we care. And ask us any questions and my team or myself will be answering you. And um, we don't, we'll, we'll, we'll be going to tell you the truth. All of this really pretty much takes place on Facebook um, it's interesting. We do that because it's just a visually pleasing, easier place. Everything's through email too, but come join us. And we've had people join that use an alias, fake picture. We don't really care. Matter of fact, one woman, she probably listens to my podcast. Um, she was in the SAS experience as an alias. And then she joined Soul Finder Academy and she's been in Soul Finder Academy. And she's like, my real name is blah, 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 blah. And we're like, okay, cool. We don't care whatever's going to help you to get through it. And if you're liking what you're hearing, I would love for you to share, rate, and subscribe to my podcast. All right. I am sending you all an incredible amount of love. Um, I just think we're all in a very interesting time. And I just want to let you know that you're not alone. Um, Magic is being created in this moment. I burp sometimes when I do speeches, so I don't know if the mic picked that up, but if it did, I'm going to let it stay. I just wrote a piece. I'm writing my first episode to um, my other podcast, and I write how whenever I'm nervous, I burp. It's They're very little burps, but they come out, and I'm not nervous right now, so I don't know why the heck it came out, but anyway, um, maybe I'm expressing emotion, and that's what it is. Okay, so anyway, let's stop that now. I just want you to know you're not alone. Um, Look at if you're having an interesting time right now. Try to and and really everybody's at different stages and I have so much compassion and heart for where different people are. So please know that I'm not fluffing over anything that people have been through in this experience with COVID and everything. But um lean into the magic of the moment if you can and just know that you're not alone and uh do come join me on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you could join the SAS experience, please join me there. And let's really ignite the light in your heart. All right, guys, enjoy the interview with Anna. She's fun. She's great. I love her to pieces. And uh, 
that's it. I'll see you next week. Or I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Awesome. Oh, Marilyn, we're live. Okay. So we're going live with this conversation that Marilyn and I have like privately all the time, which is about change is happening. And there's something really moving in the energetics. And Marilyn is in this like really, really powerful spot. She's like one of, I think the best people to teach this to around soul alignment and everyone just like waking up to life that's activating you. And there's a way that you can really align with your soul, with your calling, with the energetic that makes things a lot easier for you, right? And so we're here to talk about that today. Hello, Marilyn. Welcome. Hello, to- Anna. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's I'm so like excited to be talking about this stuff, especially with Anna, because we just really have great conversations. She's such an incredible person, incredible human being, incredible spirit. And we're both very practical. We're both very spiritual people, but we're about bringing the spiritual into the practical. And I feel like this conversation that we're going to have today is really important. So buckle your seat, get a pen and a paper. We have a free gift for you as well, but I really want you to listen because what I am noticing, and this is what I said to Anna, I'm in an incredibly big change in my life. And I'm sure a lot of you experience this right now. And I've noticed that a lot of people are at the end of a chapter, whether we talk about COVID or not, we're at an end of a chapter and we're waiting for the next chapter to begin. And there's like this abyss in between. And the abyss in between what I'm noticing when people is limited, they're having limitation. They're slamming themselves against the wall. They're not believing in possibilities. They're not believing in solutions. They're not believing in aligning with their soul and how they can create change. They're feeling disempowered. Now, you may be experiencing disempowerment or you may be in empowerment, but you're not sure of like how you can catapult to the next level of living. And Anna and I are going to talk about the staff technique, which was given to me by my guides, which I now do in a 24-hour period constantly. And because of that, I'm in constant awareness, alignment, ignition, and then synchronicity. And that's what I want to share with all of you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put my Maryland-ish glasses on so I can be vibrating <laughs> at the same level. But it's so true. It's more important now than ever to really cultivate this interconnection. And for the people who are really doing the work and who are having amazing, an amazing time, right, with this like alternate reality where they see all these possibilities and where they're actually bringing in all these possibilities, even though people are like, that's not possible. There is only scarcity, right? The economy is like this way, right? And the pandemic and traveling and all this stuff. And it really is important to be doing this work constantly. And I know a lot of people are just like, what do I do, right? What is it that I do? But Marilyn, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? the infamous, famous Marilyn. Tell us a little bit about your background, which is so interesting, and then the work that you do now for people. So I am, you can see my Emmy back there. Um, I am from Brooklyn originally, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Grew up in a very uh, traumatic household, not in a very cohesive, strong one. Really recognizing that so much now in my life about how that has shifted my mindset and how it's a constant um, it's not constant, but I have to be aware of when my limited mindset comes up because of my upbringing or because of trauma in my life or experiences that I've had. So, um, and then luckily for me, though, I had a single mom, she was raising four of us and she really was, um, a big believer in education. And I was like anything, but I was drugs, alcohol, street barroom brawling type of woman. And, she filled out my applications, made me go to college, and then through a series of different things, um, 
I went away to school and I got an internship at MTV and then I started working for MTV Networks as soon as I graduated. And then I went on to NBC Olympics where I was the senior profile manager where I got the, the Emmy. But I recognized that I was ignoring a deep calling in my soul, which was to be an actress. And um, I decided to go to therapy and I was like going to improv acting classes and I fell in love with the whole acting and NBC was like we want to give you contracts you know it's when they had a bunch of contracts for the Olympics we want you to stay on and I was like no I'm going to leave and take a risk and I'm going to become an actress and like four months later I got the lead in an off-Broadway play and I was like it was amazing all my dreams came true and then about a year later I was like this is not really what I want this is not happening it's it's I'm still feeling um, not feeling peaceful. And so that kind of opened up that coincided with nine 11 with me moving to LA, which really cracked open my heart. And I went on my spiritual journey even deeper than what I was doing in New York city. And from that, I like spirits was this. It's a long story, but spirits was showing up to me. I was hearing things. I was seeing things. I was predicting the future. So I was like, Oh geez, I got to learn how to work with all this stuff in my head. And I started working on my gifts and uh, you have to give free readings when you work on your gifts. And I was giving free readings and they were blowing people away. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. This is amazing. I'm really enjoying this. So I walked into that career and I felt like I came home to myself. But what I didn't like about readings was people came to me disempowered. They were like, here, should I marry this guy or what am I doing? And I was like, you can do this yourself. Everybody's gifted. You don't need me. So I stepped into the role of teaching people how to touch inside the wisdom inside of them and really get the answers for themselves. Because I know when I had anxiety at three o'clock in the morning and I couldn't call, you know, my therapist or my medium that I was working with, I don't get readings anymore because I don't need it. I was like, shoot, I got to teach people how to do this for themselves. And then that became a business. And now we have Membership for Your Soul and Soul Finder Academy, which is the free gift we have for everybody right now. So if you go to MarilynAloria.com forward slash Anna, you're going to see a 20-minute video about the SAS pillar system, which is really good. I like my hands. I'm like an Italian. I'm like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just shooting energy everywhere. And uh-huh. really, you hit a really important point, which is, for people who are into spirituality and the spiritual world, which are a lot of my people, right? A lot of my good friends and I am, it can be disempowering because you kind of become dependent on your healer or you become dependent on this teaching or on psychic or whatever it is. And we all have that gift within. So like learning about it is like key, right? Because so many things in our life are set up to become dependent on an external source of power. And you and I can talk about this all day long, but what are you noticing now in terms of people being disempowered? Because I feel like SAS is really the solution to that. Like, how are you seeing people just kind of, so in a nuanced way, becoming disempowered to their power, to their gifts? You know what I'm noticing is excuses starting to come up again. Oh, the world is opening up and I, I've got to do, I've got to travel now. I've got to get out there. I've got to, I've got to hug all these people because I don't know if this is going to happen again. There's like a P, little PTSD or, um, oh my goodness, I wasted all the time and I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. And now I'm, I'm stuck and I got to go back to that job. There seems to be for me, a, the disempowerment in the, the rug got pulled out from you a year and a half ago when we got into lockdown. And people still are feeling like the rug is being pulled out from underneath them. They're not anchoring into their truth, into what they really want. They're in reaction of what's going on in the environment. 
and that disempowers us. That's so true. And a lot of empaths are feeling. So as we were talking earlier yesterday, I was just so tired for days. I've been so mm-hmm. inexplicably tired. And then I just kind of tuned into my knowing, right. And I was like, what's going on? And it's like this whole wave of people now that the world is opening up. Like you said, there is so much stress for people actually to return back to stuff like traffic, right. To return back to the job, the way that it was, or to return back to how they were hustling like crazy and going to 10 networking events a month, right. That maybe they didn't even want to go to. And there's a lot of stress around that. So empathic people are feeling that too. And you said the key, which is until you're tethered and grounded in your truth, you're always going to be like this boat, right. In the ocean, just being sloshed around. And what does being in your truth do? Like, what's the difference in your life when you're in your truth? There's something you said there, Anna, that I love, and I love your questions. And I know because we get each other so well, how you went into, like, you got quiet, and you're like, what's going on inside of me? And that's the first thing is, like, what's your truth? It's not the truth of all of a sudden I was, this brings us to the first pillar of SAS, which is subconscious thinking, right? And we find ourselves in reaction and we're on this wheel of craziness and we have to pause and say, wait a second, what was the initiating factor that set that off? And you said something that I thought was really interesting because you're talking about empaths and they maybe not want to go, not wanting to go to those networking events. And we think there's a formula out there that we have to follow in order to create greatness in our life. And we buck up against that and we're not supposed to, and you did it and I do it too, where we pause, we go inside, we say, why am I feeling uncomfortable? What did I just see? What am I comparing myself to? What's going on? What, why did all of a sudden I get into this feeling of being exhausted? What was the initiating factor? And then you have a conversation with yourself. Is that your truth? Is Joe Schmo going to that major traffic and funnels event and he's talking about how incredible it is. Is that really your truth? Do you have to follow that path in order to have success? That and saves people so much time. Imagine if yes. I had done that years ago. That would save you so much time. That's a great point. Yeah. And I find that like it used to be years ago when I did this um, uh, poll about, do you want to know your truth? People were afraid of their truth. I don't find, and do you find this? I don't think people are afraid of their truth anymore. I think they want to know what it is, but they just don't know what it is. What do you find? Oh, yeah. Actually, you mentioned this in the very beginning, which is like they might know their truth, which is, you know, I don't want to go to these networking events. I don't want to do this, like, bro marketing, whatever. But then it's like, but then what do I do? It's like there's that that chasm, that gap, right? And it's very scary. Yeah, and what I love about that, which you're bringing me – Anna doesn't, Anna's like, knows a bit about the SAS pillars, but it's, you're like, organically, she doesn't know them like I know them. She's not studied them. She's like, what do they stand for? She's organically taken me to the next level, which is alignment. And that's about remembering who we are. So we're in, in the moment of comparison energy. I just went through this yesterday. Like I'm, um, we're doing the SAS experience. We're getting ready to do it again. And I was bucked up against somebody saying to me, oh, the world's opening up again, and they don't want to do this alignment work. They don't want to do the SAS experience right now. They're going to be traveling. I'm like, it's like a three-minute-a-day thing, and you don't have time to align with your soul? I don't understand that. But it tripped me up for a second, and I was like, 
oh my goodness, is that the truth out there? Are people not going to like want to learn how to align with their soul? And then I was like, wait a second, that's a formula. So that's the subconscious thinking, right? Let me get out of the formula. Let me get back to my truth. Let me get back to why I do the work I do. Then you just said something else. So they don't want they they don't want to go back to that job. They don't want to go to that networking event. They don't want to compare themselves to to Sally who's doing really great. But what's their truth? And that's where we get into alignment, remembering who you are. So I'm going to do this in real time with Anna so that everybody could see what I'm doing. All right. So when you were a little girl, Anna, it could be around five, six, and if you don't remember everybody, what you an age. Some people are like, I don't have any memories before 14. I don't care if it's yesterday. I want everybody to answer this question, and I want Anna to answer this question right now. What did you want to be when you were younger? Oh, actually, this is so embarrassing. What I wanted to be, I remember telling my mom this, is I wanted to be a singer, and I cannot sing. Great. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. Why did you want to be a singer? Um, because I really love the feeling of just like this energy that I could share with people and it would move them. So Anna, in your work today, do you use that energy to share with people so you can move them? Is that what you like to do? Uh, yeah, we actually did some sound healing with, uh, with a client of mine earlier this morning. <laughs> totally off tune. <laughs> right. Yeah. How did that feel? Wow. It felt, um, it felt um, very uh, earth shattering is the word. Great. Why else did you want to be a singer? Because um, I think it's just beautiful and I think it's uh, inspiring and uh, I love the arts, you know. And what was another reason why you wanted to be it? Um, I felt like I could just do something that I'm good at and then people would just appreciate it. Great. Can you see how all three of these whys you wanted to be a singer can apply to your work today? Well, Marilyn, I guess if I really thought about it, I don't. And I want you to be as honest as possible. Yeah, it feels kind of funny, right? But yeah, I definitely can. I definitely can get the the connection. So for me, what I heard from you, and I know you really well, is even motivating people through energy. You're very much about that. You're very much about bringing the conversation to the truth to the. Uh, to to reality to practical that's why we get you know you're really talking to a spiritual audience that could get tripped up and you're always bringing the conversation home and that's a lot about energy and then working with your own energy as you move forward you're about inspiring people and you really want um i can't remember the last thing you said but it, yeah, i wrote good at um do you remember yeah. what the last thing was yeah, yeah doing something that i'm good at and then people responding to that people like really enjoying that and you're involved. very Right. And you're very good at what you do, which is why you work with the clientele you do. So my whole point about alignment is go back to what you want it to be and then write down the three things why you wanted to do it. And you'll at least find one of them that you can do today, because a lot of times people sit in. I didn't do it. I didn't make it happen. I can't be a singer. I wanted to be an actress and I'll go through my things in a second. And then if they feel like I didn't do it. I'm a failure. I didn't. Why didn't I see it through? Or I can't do it. Or I'm not good enough. They're missing the point. And the point is there's an initiating factor and there's all these initiating factors and there are these, these threads that you can actually weave into your life today. And that's alignment. That's remembering who you are. Because many times people wanted to be something and they're told they couldn't. Mm -hmm. So they get caught up on the telling they couldn't, but they get lost in 
if they just got into why they wanted to do it, the truth, and brought it into today, they would be bringing that into their business. And then the greatest thing about this, Anna, is when you characterize why you wanted to do it and you become that character today, you identify with that truth, you stop comparing yourself to how other people are doing things and you start running a business or running your life from that alignment. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, because you're just so fascinated with what you're doing and what's going to drop in next and what's the next iteration that you're not really comparing, right? Because you know this is your thing and it just feels so good. It feels so aligned. It feels so yeah. Right. So I want to bring up, like, so I wanted to be an actress, and the three reasons was I love motivating people through story. I love making people laugh and really, like, escape from their life, laugh, think about things differently, see it differently, and get motivated into action. And then I wanted to be seen because I wasn't being seen in my family. So two of those are super important to me today, still motivating people through story, helping people to um, disengage from their reality for a moment and actually see something that's more possible, which is what, you know, actors would do and becoming something else. And then the being seen was something I feel like I've healed because Mm -hmm. being seen by my family, especially now I'm really doing this, it's no longer matters to me. Mm -hmm. I have to see myself. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a line now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because you're identifying really the why, which is so important. I think that's a big takeaway for everyone because in there is your essence. But you yes. said also, like, there's parts of the why that kind of come from shadow, that kind of come from wounding. And as you're on the path, you begin healing those wounds. So you just become this, like, most vibrant, really, mission here on Earth. Right. Yeah. And a lot of business people get caught up in the why, why you want to do it. And a lot of times they, they push it out to... I want to do it so I heal so-and-so, or I do. I did this with my uh, soul sessions. I teach people how to channel in my program, Soul Finder Academy. And I was like, why are you doing it? And they're all like, because I want people to feel better. I want this. I want that. And I find that that's an empty why. You have to get into the core of your being, why you want to do it. Even if all, why you want to do it is to feel free. That is like the root. That's the intention. That's the seed you get to plant and then you get to make choices around it and it grows into this beautiful tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, so then what comes after alignment? Cause I feel like that is really key, really important. You're making it seem like it's pretty easy, which I think is awesome. <laughs> so after alignment comes soul ignition. And so the reason why SAS came to me was I moved to this location, which I know Anna has seen and I'm going to show everybody. And I've never lived in this type of setting before in my life. I'm from Brooklyn, and then I was in Manhattan, and then I was in L.A., but I knew I needed something different, and I had to get out of L.A., so I cre- I moved to this place where I didn't know anyone, and I created this life for myself. I was like, I'm going to be able to live wherever I want, work wherever I want, be in nature, and et cetera. And the second week I was here, a friend of mine came to visit me, and she's a big executive in a company, big executive. And she was one of my first bosses and she was standing on the deck with me looking at the trees and she looked at me and she looked at the trees and she looked at me and she said, how'd you do this? How did you make this happen? And I recognized in that moment, it was a light bulb moment for me. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have so many friends that executives in companies that they initially wanted, but now their lives have changed and lives have transformed and it no longer feeds their soul. And that's where the whole SAS technique got born. She was like, how did you do this? And I'm like, I refuse to be miserable. Every job I've had, once I got miserable, I had to get out of it. And I don't know why that is. Maybe because there was so much misery in so many other areas of my life, I refuse to be miserable in my career. 
So the soul ignition part, which is the third S in SAS, we've already done the subconscious thinking. You come aware. I'm miserable. Then you remember who you are, the alignment. Now we're in soul ignition. And that's where you do things that bring you joy every single day. And we teach techniques and tools because a lot of times people are like, I don't know what brings me joy because that's where she was stuck. She's like, I don't know. I know I'm interested in this, this, and this, and they can't see how they can make that a career. And I'm like, oh, you can. But you have to get back in touch with that joy. And it's like the, the alignment lights the light in your soul. It starts has that flickering flame. The ignition is when you bring that flame up to, like, huge moments. And that is so important. And those are simple things. That's getting kisses from your dog. That's walking in nature. That's making a delicious salad. That's talking to Anna. That's all soul ignition. They aren't things that cost a tremendous amount of money. But if you're incorporating them into your everyday life, all of a sudden your life takes on a different meaning, which brings us to the next S. But I'll wait until if you have anything you want. Yeah. So those little moments. And that's why I think, like, please, please, please sign up for this. We'll put the link in there right after this. Because a lot of times we go through the motions and maybe our dog is kissing us. and maybe, But we're not present. So you mm-hmm. need something where your intention is, I am going to align with my soul and live a different life. And then you go through the lessons that Marilyn is teaching you. And then you begin to see, wow, I have so many things that money can't buy. And I've been ignoring them for decades, right? And I just want more of this. And then your soul really begins. I know that feeling, Marilyn. Your soul just begins to like open up and you, you feel like yourself again. And you're like, wow, I'm alive again. What have I been doing for the past 10 years, right? That is so key. That's so important. It's so true. You said something about being alive again, and I'll tell talk about that in a second. But I had a client, a student who took SFA, and the SAS experience allows you to learn these pillars in a really quick way, and people have changes like that. And uh, and I and I can honestly say that, you know, because I hate people that promise like crazy results when they're not true or anchored in truth. People do have results right away because we make sure you learn the lesson really quick and you carry it out in your daily life. It's not about sitting down and studying. It's learning a quick lesson and taking it into your life. But she was walking, I believe, with her dog and she wrote this beautiful post and she said she just looked up at the sky And she connected with the sky and the colors in the sky. And she was just overwhelmed with love and joy. And she's like, oh, my goodness, that's soul ignition. And it's it's just a moment in time. But what that does, if it creates passageways for synchronicity, because Mm -hmm. when we're aligned with that joy and we have our light going on and we're aligned with our truth, the universe then knows what to bring us. Mm -hmm. And the universe doesn't know what to bring us if we have a lot of noise inside of us. They don't. And we have to get clear. And I want to talk about synchronicity, but I want to see if you have anything that you want to say about the alignment. And, oh, you said something, Anna, so important. I don't know if you've ever had this experience. So the the soul ignition part came to me from my guides. I was doing what Anna said. Like, I was so bored out of my brain, out of my brain. I went to my guides. I have guides that I talk to. It could be your higher self, could be your inner self, doesn't matter what you do. And I was like, I am friggin' bored, man. This sucks. I don't curse to them. I'll curse to you. And they gave me this activity to do. And they had me um, go through my day and rate everything from 1 to 10. And I started in a certain kind of strategic way. And I started doing this. And I was like, holy mackerel, the things that were like 7 to 10 were the simplest things in my life. And they had me incorporated every single day. And before I knew it, my light shifted. Mm. and things be started opening up and then solution dropped in mm. 
And you can't get into solution if you don't make space for it. There's no way you can get into solution if you don't make space for it. And we think making space is um, running to the next thing, having bad habits, going there, going here, going here. I think it's great to have coaches like Anna. I think they're super important because when you really step into the empowerment of your soul, you need somebody who's going to cheerlead you and support you on. And somebody who's going to hold a higher vision than you. And I know that you do that, Anna, and I know I do that in my programs. I hold a higher vision for people. And the higher vision is just more expansive. It's like we see into their souls. But you have to make space in your own being in order for solution and synchronicity to drop in. Yeah. So a lot of people want something, and then they work really hard to get Mm -hmm. it. They make a plan. They do several plans, right? They do productivity stuff or they hire people to help them with the systems. And you're saying that actually if they don't have that energetic space, if they're not aligned, it's actually they're working too much. They're not able to click into what you're about to talk about, which is a synchronicity. So I know plenty of people are overworked right now and just absolutely exhausted. And they're like, but I do want to, you know, I want to do this thing and I want to make more money in my business so I can have a vacation for my family. And they're working so hard to get the time where they can relax. And we all know that that's just like a trap, right? And so how does it work with soul alignment then where you're aligning and then your soul gets more and more ignited and you still have the goal, right? But you're doing more stuff that ignites your soul and maybe you're not working as much. What happens? You know, I love that question because um, we both, you and I both know that we've bought things or um, applied things to our business because we thought it was going to be the answer. And in those moments, we still learned a lot, which I think is great, you know, because we learn like, wait a second, I was doing this because so-and-so said this person was amazing or this is what you needed in your business. And it wasn't necessarily the answer. And that's because we were answering the question from the outside in. So when we go back to our initial intention of why we're doing what we're doing, which is about our own souls, it's your being the singer, wanting to inspire people, wanting to use energy, wanting to be good at something that people can see. Being good at Wanting to be good at something is great because you want to help people. And then you go back into how you want to live. I build a career around my lifestyle. I don't let a, a career dictate. My lifestyle dictates my career. That's alignment. Mm. So then I'm able to look at a product or something that I may need to apply to my business and ask myself, is this really in alignment to my lifestyle, to how I want to work, to growing my business? Is this really true for me? Is this the answer to my question? And I get clearer answers that way. And I don't spin my wheels on things that are a waste of time. So to me, it's about working smarter than working harder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we, I have to say, I've been listening to a lot of branding stuff lately because I'm in a whole growth with my business. And they talk about working really, really hard. And I don't feel like you can define it as working hard when you're doing what you love. I really don't. I'm not working 80 hours a week. And I refuse to. Whenever my, and I love my mastermind, I love my coach, but whenever they put up the weekly goals, I'm like, yeah, my goal is to get more tennis games into my life. And really, I truly believe, Anna, and I know you live a lot like I do. I believe you do. When you have that as an important factor, it makes work so much more interesting. And when I'm showing up in my career, I'm so much more present. And also the time on the tennis court teaches me how to be a better teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, so the synchronicity that shows up is 
why did I say yes to that thing? It wasn't the best thing for me. Sometimes people think synchronicity is all about the yeses. It's not. It's the moment in time that you get called into your truth. You get to show up in your life and you get to make a different or better choice or say yes to something that's going to be an incredible opportunity. And I don't know if that makes sense and I can, I could break it down. Yeah. So when, so then how do you help people access that synchronicity, right? Cause it is part of the SAS experience and it yeah. is color. So how do you help people access that? Cause a lot of people think, oh, synchronicity is like, um, it's something that I can't control and it just happens if I'm lucky, right? So not true. Because synchronicity is every moment in your life. Every moment. Spirit woke me up one night and they were said, uh, every moment is communication. Every moment is an opportunity. Every moment is com communication with your soul. And so what I teach people is the SAS technique, the subconscious thinking, knowing in that exact moment, where are your thoughts? Where are your intentions? Where's your heart right now? And then are you aligned? And if you're not aligned, how do you get back into alignment? And then how do you light the soul, your soul right now? And then, oh, there's the universe meeting me. And those can be simple moments where you're outside looking at the sky like my client. And all of a sudden you have a solution drop in. Mm -hmm. um, that could be the moment where you all of a sudden you're in a class and you're like, you know what? This coach doesn't resonate with me. And I'm going to stop denying that truth in myself. Here's a beautiful synchronistic moment where I recognize why I said yes to something I shouldn't have. But now I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm going to leave this because I know that I'm going to align with my truth. I'm going to align with my thoughts. And then the universe is going to bring me something else. So it's not just the moment of opportunity. Every moment is a moment of opportunity, but it's not disguised as here's a great moment. You better grab it. Because, Anna, how many times do you get an opportunity to do something great and people are tripped up with fear? I don't know if I can do it. I'm afraid to do it. I don't know if I can show up. So this whole technique take, continues to just take you into a conversation with the intimate part of yourself. Yeah, that's so brilliant when you said that synchronicity is what happens every moment, right? Yeah. Because it takes the pressure off, right? I have a few clients who are basically in the middle of their launches right now, and there's, like, just so much pressure. It's like, this launch needs to be like this. And it's actually, if you take the pressure off, things that you were doing before and after and how you were living your life, that feeds into your launch. And your launch isn't the end-all, be-all, right? Mm -hmm. It's, are you taking care of yourself, right? Are you um, are you doing your Netflix thing, right, before your launch? Because that could give you a whole different synchronistic energy when you're doing your thing. But sometimes we cut off the pleasure parts, the fun stuff, our soul alignment, basically, because we're like, I need to focus on this one thing and having clients is the only, or this launch is the only way I'm going to make my money. And it's not true. And you just said that for everyone. Synchronicity happens all the time. Money comes in all the time. Opportunities happen all the time. And so it's really about you enjoying your life and your tennis games. And then you're just really having a thriving business before you know it. But you have to trust in the soul alignment. And Marilyn, uh, when you were talking, something came to me, which is, um, you know, if my clients weren't working with me or if I didn't know, like you, this intuitive knowing, it can be a terrifying journey, 
right? It can be a terrifying journey. And if your students weren't learning from you, life can be very scary because you feel like you have no control. There's no support system. You feel like you have to do it all your own. But actually, and you're, you're basically helping people find their internal trust and support system. And like when people talk about infinite abundance, it's kind of corny, but it's so true. So I sometimes, I, I don't know how people who aren't aligned with their soul can just function. It must be terrifying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or it's a lot of mishaps or a lot of hitting the wall or, you know, um, doing things, you know, then you're down the rabbit hole and you're like, how did I get here? I've been down this rabbit hole for like three weeks and it's been awful. And that's really where a lot of this was born for me too, was I'm done with the rabbit hole. And that means coming into consciousness at every moment. And it's not about, I am not a great, um, person who's living in the moment every moment trust me you know so uh the power of now as much as I couldn't get through the book but as much as it's like powerful and and Eckhart Tolle seems like an incredible person like this is nothing about that work that is not something that I have mastered but what I have mastered is this technique which brings me home to myself every single time so even if I'm in a past experience in a present moment and we're having a memory I am able to consciously say, why is that memory coming up right now? How is that serving the purpose right now? Why is this coming up? What is it stopping me from doing or reminding me about myself? Let me get back into alignment. Let me get back into ignition. There I am in the synchronicity. So it helps me, like what I teach people is how to really get conscious to their thoughts and then how to make that work for them and not derail them. Mm -hmm. So it's super essential. And go ahead. I was going to say it's, it's essential. It's really, really essential guys, because think life is going to happen. It's going to be ups and downs. But when you learn with Marilyn, you, you start seeing things in a different way. So things that might take you out, like, Oh, I'm not meant to, this is not meant for me. Like I can't create success or a lifestyle I want, whatever. You start seeing things that happen in your life in a totally different way. And that makes all the difference. Yeah. It's huge, Anna. And, you know, it's something you said before about people who are launching. And, um, I, you know, I remember doing really, really big launches, the big launches that we've seen out there with the, the uh, challenge into the three-day video series, into the webinar, into the open cart. And, oh, my goodness, they were like three – they were like months on my – a month on my schedule. And, yeah, they were really successful. But, man, did I get burned out. I was like, I can't do this. And I don't care if this is the way, it's not my way. Mm-hmm. And that was a big moment for me to get step back and say, what is my way? What do I like doing? What do I, how do I like showing up? And I like showing up. I don't do free Facebook groups. I refuse to do them. I'm active on my business page. I'm active on Instagram now, but I do paid Facebook groups where we go through an experience, which is what we want to invite your students to, or your, um, we want to invite them into the experience, whoever they are, your community, I don't like saying students anymore because it doesn't feel good to me. It's like community Hmm. and have them have this experience and you have to find what works for you. And it's really hard. Like you can see a person who's doing multiple seven figures and I see this all the time and I can get caught up in a second of, I, I do this in my mastermind meetings and after we do a three weekend retreat and everybody's doing majorly great. And then it'll come to me and my biggest takeaway is stay in my lane. I'm so happy for all of you. I got A, B, and C from this, but I'm staying in my lane. I'm not trying to be like you. I want to be like me. Yes. Yeah. That is so key for 
building your own unique signature program offering, whatever it is, living your happiest life. And honestly, like I, I love depression. Like for me, it's like fascinating. And if you look at just like the rise of social media and then the rise of depression, it's actually terrifying, right? And it's like, especially amongst women, it's like three times more in terms of heightened anxiety and depression. And we all have this, and because of the pandemic, where are we all on social media, right? So I don't think we realize how much comparison in social media takes us out of our strengths, takes us out of the medicine that we're meant to be for the world. And that's why your experience that you bring people into with such a freaking open heart and so much talent, right? And so much integrity. That is what I think everyone needs to be more of ourselves. And that's why we're having this conversation because I'm a big proponent of that. And we have within us, right, all the resources. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing. And Anna, there's something you also said before to the person who's going through the launch and you're like white knuckling it and or even just putting a product out for the first time and you're like, is this going to fall apart? Is this going to be a success? And you think that every, your whole identity yes. is dependent on that moment. And when you, when I work through these techniques, I'm like, no, this is an incredible opportunity to learn, to grow, to expand, to change, to shift, to maybe get rid of something that's not serving you. When you keep dialing it back and coming back home to your own inner wisdom, and I love you used the word infinite before, your own infinite um, resource and your own infinite wisdom, you get to rewrite in the moment. And that shifts things for you. And it's so much better than having to operate from a place of thinking you're a failure. Instead, it's like, oh, okay, that didn't do that well. So that did, that kind of failed. Now what? Now what do I do? Because I'm not going to forget who I am. I'm in my alignment. And I noticed that I was coming into this with hard energy on myself and, and wanting to be super successful and get thousand people in. And I got five. How do you make those moments great? Because, you know, you're still, am I still behind this product? Yes, I am. I love it. I want to do it. And it's just such a, for me, it's, it's been such an enlightening way to live my life, especially somebody who you talked about depression and I've suffered with depression, um, beating myself up, not feeling worthy, not being told I was worthy for years, Mm -hmm. identifying with other people's stories of me instead of my own identity. Like this has helped me in every single area of those lives and Mm -hmm. those areas. And it continues to every single day. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Marilyn, if you can say, can I give a, a, a call out to the people who are really like their soul is like, I need this right now. Right. And they might just want to hear it. So if you can say, you know, for the SAS experience, right, for the links that we're going to put up, who is this for right now? Mm, I love that question. This is for the person who feels there's so much more to life than they're living. They know it in their heart and soul. They've tried things and they get glimpses of it, but it doesn't feel like it's an everyday practice or it feels fleeting. And you're ready to anchor into the everyday moments of knowing that there's, that you are so much more than maybe life has been showing you or how you've been experiencing life. So this is, let me summarize that even more. It's for the person who knows there's so much more to their life than what they're experiencing today. And these are the tools and techniques that will help you to have that, to ignite that experience, ignite that light and be it. My biggest mission, Anna, and I only, I've been in business for over 10 years, this particular business, and I only realized this recently. Um, My biggest mission in life is to get people to believe that the dreams in their heart are meant to be lived. 
And it doesn't mean that they show up exactly how you envision. They're even better than you can imagine. So I teach people how to take the brackets off of that and really allow experience to come in that's even greater than you can imagine. And you're not alone. That's the other mission in my life. You are not alone. So I like to put people in the driver's seat of their life. So that's why I'd say this is for this is for anyone who knows they have a great it's not even a great calling for a business because we have people in the program. It's just to, like you said it, like wake up to a better life, a life that you know that you are worth. Yeah, because if we knew, so if you knew that you had this like undying resource and support system that knows the truth and it can activate synchronicity, why wouldn't you use it? Like really, why wouldn't you use it? And then I think back on why, how is it possible that I am where I am? It's like, when I check in my inner knowing and I do this very frequently, it's like, okay, let's say my launch failed, right? Am I going to be okay? Am I still going to make money in my business? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well, if my success is a given, then I have more time and energy to just play around and experiment. And I, I do so much stuff that's just experimenting my business that people are like, why are you doing that? That could be the end of your reputation or whatever. It's like, I want to, I'm having fun. My success is guaranteed. My knowing told me that, right? I have this like awesome internal magic box that I, that's our intuition. Yeah. And it's so great because that's where you want to live from all in everything you do, everything you do, you know, because you want to live from the place of, um, this moment was such a hard moment. Oh, there's something even better and greater behind this. I had a moment when I moved here that was so devastating to me, where I was literally on the ground crying my eyes out so hard. And I heard spirit say to me, oh, my goodness, something magical is happening. Something even greater is happening. Something even bigger. You're breaking through to something even bigger. And I was like, will you just let me cry? And they were like, okay, but I'm just letting you know. And that was such a turning point in my life where I recognized behind every hard experience, that mask of hard experience, there's this incredible light and solution right behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where I put these pillars in place because then you travel into solutions so much quicker than you remain in defeat. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um I think we need to end there because that was absolutely brilliant. Wow. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you, Anna. Thanks for the opportunity and thanks everyone. And if you have any questions at all, please, I'm going to check Anna's page and put the comments below and I will be back on to answer any questions that you have. Awesome. And Marilyn's awesome. So definitely follow her and all the wonderful things that she does. She does so much cool stuff in addition to playing tennis. Thanks for (laughs) hanging out, Marilyn. Thanks everyone.